Hey, hey, this is Raj Mantaj coming at you with a not just a regular episode, but the Elite Coaches series. Now, what makes this different from all the other hundreds of episodes that I've done? Well, I sat back with the team and what we're doing now is we're looking for the best out of the best coaches, doctors, therapists, healers, whomever who has the expertise, the background, and the knowledge to motivate the masses. And this next guest, uh, Tara Lee, definitely falls in that category. She's not only just an empath, but a writer, teacher, mentor, and she met all those criteria. So it is a true honor for her to be on this podcast series. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to be talking about energy and how to bring science and spirituality into one. She explains it down into layman's terms. So if you guys are an empath or highly sensitive people, you're going to love this episode. Thanks again for coming with me on this journey. Let's go ahead and get started. You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. All right, guys, we are back for another episode of the On Call Empath. But this one is a very different one. This one is the Elite Coaches Series. And basically, the next guest is... Is, is an empath, but has a lot of knowledge, background knowledge in empaths and HSPs, writer, teacher, and mentor. Her name's Terry Lee. Terry, how are you doing today? I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you, Raj. Absolutely. Now, wow, you've been through quite a lot in your life. It looks like uh, you've had some hard stuff that happened, um, depression, anxiety, hit by a truck. You went through all this stuff in your life, and now here you are. You have an amazing TikTok page and you're helping so many people around the world. Um, how did you get into this work? I think it started as a really small child when I realized I was not like everyone else. I learned when I was 10 years old that I had these sensitivities that other people didn't have. I can see auras, I can see chakras, I can see things that other people can't see, and I'm sensitive mm-hmm. to touch and sound just like many empaths and HSPs. And when I got into high school and college, I started to ignore those. I like tried to protect myself and nurture myself away from them and ignore them. But the more I did, the more I went towards anxiety and depression. Hmm. And so then I found the way to treat my anxiety and depression because I'm also like many empaths, extremely sensitive to drugs and medications. I couldn't take the drugs and medications that the doctors were prescribing. I would have massive side effects. So I had to find alternative ways to treat myself. And so I did that through yoga and meditation and mindfulness. And going into yoga and meditation and mindfulness, I discovered many more spiritual things like shamanism and energy work and energy Mm -hmm. healing, but they felt so woo-woo, so Mm -hmm. psychic, so out there. And I thought, well, that (laughs) doesn't feel right (laughs) completely because we live on a human planet. Sure. So then I started studying neuroscience Hmm. and that's when I started to see, oh, they blend (laughs) that science and spirit, they meet in a very beautiful place. Yes. And so I've kind of become this yoga, meditation, mindfulness, neuroscience, like biochemistry expert in how do we work with our human bodies to deal with our sensitivities Hmm. and master them so that they're not working against us like they did in my 20s, 
but yeah. we're actually working with them as our gifts. Right. So I've felt both sides of it. I felt what it's like to be cursed with medications driving me crazy and foods being intolerant to all the foods and all the things that empaths deal with, as well as all the energies coming at us. Yeah. But then also turning that into how do I make a lifestyle out of this? How do I make this my gift that I share yeah. with the world? That's fascinating because there's a lot of people that are listening right now. Um, they're not even sure if they're empaths, but you knew you were born an empath, correct? How did you kind of get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm an empath and you knew it like, and there was no questions. I didn't know what the term was until probably into my thirties, mm-hmm. but I knew when I was 10 years old, when my dad and mom had sort of a midlife crisis and started going to spiritual awareness classes and intuitive development classes that I had this sensitive skill that other people didn't have because they'd come back from those classes and say, people can have auras and they can see them. And I'm like, yeah, dad, yours is blue. (laughs) It's like, you can see that. Oh my God, let's foster that skill. Right. And then I went on to college and ignoring it and got depressed because of it. But I learned when I was 10, 11, 12, 13, working with my parents that this is different. This is not like the average person. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things, you know, empaths, they, they have these gifts and sometimes we run away from them, but we can use them to our advantage. And like you mentioned energy. So I want to kind of revolve around that is, you know, you talk about energy and science is, you know, and the spirit, can you kind of talk to us a little bit about, you know, how that all works, like from a scientific standpoint, because it's like fascinating. Gonna, stuff. <laughs> it is. And I'm a high school. Te- I spent 10 years as a high school teacher, so I'm very much a teacher. So I want to bring it back <laughs> to what we already know. And we already know that everything in the universe is made up of atoms and molecules. So an atom is a nucleus with electrons spinning around it. And then another atom comes to meet it. And those electrons spinning around each one, they share. Mm-hmm. And that sharing of electrons is energy. And the coming together and breaking apart, coming together and breaking apart of atoms into molecules is energy just reorganizing itself. So fifth grade science, we learned energy is neither created or destroyed. It just reorganizes itself. Mm -hmm. So when we as humans who are empathic, we have hypersensitivity to that atoms and molecules reorganizing itself. We can feel, smell, taste, touch those things much more sensitively than others. Others are just not as tactile to those Mm -hmm. energies. And then we take it to another level. So this is where my neuroscience and Mm -hmm. spiritual science merge. So we take it to the concept of our nervous system, our brains and our nerves. So our brains have this big electrical wiring that then this electrical center of impulses and messages and thoughts that then travel down our bodies in nerves. And our nerves are wires, basically. Mm -hmm. And so think of those as highways of messages. And those messages are atoms and molecules, non-dense atoms and molecules spinning and moving all around our bodies. Mm-hmm. Each time a nerve crosses another nerve, a nerve wiring crosses another nerve wiring, there's an intersection. Think of it like a three-dimensional roundabout, a highway roundabout, where every car is a thought or a message. Right. And so when, and 
those cars are atoms and molecules carrying thoughts and messages and impulses. When an atom, when a nerve crosses another nerve, that's where we get into the spiritual. It's a chakra. Mm. And the chakra is kind of like a light bulb of energy. And then the aura is the light that emanates off that chakra. So as empaths, when we get close to someone and we can feel them, but they're not touching us, we're feeling their auras. We can smell their pheromones. We can smell their hormones. And that is the atoms and molecules that are coming off their body from the emanation of atoms and molecules Hmm. that are just not dense. And so as empaths, we're sensitive to those things in sound waves, Mm -hmm. in pheromones of smelling, in sight. Some of us can see it. And then also in that concept of synesthesia where senses merge. So Mm. some of my clients tell me I can see the colors of sound. Like they listen to music and they (laughs) see colors. Wow. I don't have that kind of skill, (laughs) but we do have these gifts. Yeah. And they feel like curses. Yeah. Like as a curse, when I wake up in the middle of the night and I can smell the dog poop three rooms away Mm. and I can't go back to sleep until I go clean up that dog poop. That's (laughs) annoying. But at the same time, it's a skill that I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to go step in it Yeah, because <laughs> I can smell it. I can feel it right. before I get to it. And so my job as a mentor, as an empath mentor, as a chakra reader is to tell people, this is where your energy is in balance. When our mm-hmm. chakras, those nerve impulses are functioning, it's like a roundabout that's moving well. When mm-hmm. we're balanced in our energy, those roundabouts and messages, they go where they're supposed to go. But if things get conglomerated or traffic jammed or not moving fast enough or moving too fast, then we get out of balance. And when we as empaths get triggered too quickly by impulses, things go a little frayed. Our nerves get frayed. And that nerve frayed energy is not processing the messages well enough. And we we can balance that by energetically, spiritually balancing our chakras. And the way to do that is through breath and body movement and mindful intention. Because our mindful intention affirmations are the thoughts and messages, but we need them to move effectively through our body. So posture and movement helps move them through our bodies. And the breath pushes that message even more clearly because oxygen is what all those electrical impulses that get pushed forward through with and why breathing is so important to calming our hormones and calming our nerves. So body, mind, spirit, (laughs) breathing, body action, and mindful intention. You need all three for things to really work in a mindful way. Very, very interesting. You explained it very good. Um, And that leads me to like sensitivities you know, what mythology do you design to manage, you know, all this, all these sensitivities? I know that you mentioned, I, I think, is it Maza or is that, uh, am I saying that correctly? Maza method? The Mosey method. Mosey method. Okay. I, I designed the Mosey method. And <laughs> can you explain what that is to the uh, audience? So the Mosey method is a very step-by-step process of training your nerves to function more effectively so they don't get frayed and they don't get tired. And the way to do that is to link those three things. You take a very clear, focused breath. 
a very specific breathing technique to get the oxygen flowing in your system most effectively. And that also changes your hormones. You match that specific breath to the mindful intention, the specific affirmation of what it is you want to accomplish. And then you do a physical action that matches both of those. So I'll give you a very simple example. One thing that a lot of us empaths deal with is we mm -hmm. tend to grip onto things too much. Yeah. We tend to hold on to all those anxieties and then they get into the energy gets too tight and too dense. Yeah. And then we we won't let go. So a way to do the Mozzie met the Mozi method to let go is simple. Take a deep breath. And as you open your hand, I let go. I appreciate this and I let it go. I hold on to the love and the things that this taught me and then I let it go. And the physical action of doing that sends the message up and down your body through your whole body. The mindful intention sends that message telling your whole body this is what you want and the breathing makes it happen on a hormonal level. So we can use this when we're let's say in a really bad spot or something that's really triggering us, is that something that we can use right away? Yes. The Mosey method is designed in a way that you can do these exercises anywhere, anytime in your whole day. The mm -hmm. catch is you have to train your brain and your nervous system to do it when you don't need it so that it becomes a pattern and a habit so that when it's something does get triggered, you're thinking to do it and it's more practiced and your body's ready to do it and to shift that flip that switch in yourself yeah so you practice it dozens of times a day when you don't need it to make it a pattern and a habit to build in those grooves in your nerves so that the messages run smoothly and quickly so that when you are triggered mm -hmm. you can do it and it releases instantly right and i know that you work with a lot of people and you know i've i've saw a lot of your tiktok page your reels i mean they they are amazing so if you guys are listening I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about where you can find her page, but how do you like work with your clients? What, what are some of the things you do, especially with the empaths? So it depends on who the client is. If they are spiritually minded and they're curious about the chakras and so forth, I take them through a progressive process of balancing each of the seven main chakras. And that's usually every other week for a period of 10 weeks. So it's 20 weeks total for 10 sessions. And I, each session I give them, this is your exercise. This is how it works. And then I train their brain and their nervous system within the session to work with it. And then mm -hmm. they have to practice it over the next two weeks. And then that builds to the next one and builds to the next one. If someone's not chakra minded, then I give it to them simply in the scientific language of this is what your nerves are doing. This is what your body impulses are doing. And this is how you're training your brain and your nerves to function. But it's a very stepladder approach. We've got to start with the basic, the basic human needs of being safe mm -hmm. and being solid and secure and getting in your legs and feet, which is where the nerves go the longest. And then we can build up to your pelvis mm -hmm. and basically learning proper alignment and posture of your body and mm -hmm. teaching your nerves to balance those posture and alignment. Very interesting. So just kind of wrapping up here. I mean, I, there's a lot of people listening that m may identify as empaths or highly sensitive. Well, there's a lot of trauma victims, but I wanted to ask you, um, since, I mean, you have so much expertise and you coach a lot of people, if someone's listening right now with, 
so much going on in the world, on the news, social media, what tends to happen, even for just the average person, I feel like there is something going on collectively in the universe where I feel it and I can look at somebody else. I can see just by their movement, their facial expression, their body language, that they're not in the best state either. Like I feel it from a lot of people. I wanted your take on that. What can someone do when they get off this podcast right away to kind of release that and make sense of the world we live in, especially post pandemic, or we're still kind of in it, but what do you, what do you think? First of all, it comes down to perspective. The very first step is to change your perspective. And so I've got this unique perspective on the pandemic itself. I really believe that the entire planet is in the process of a spiritual and emotional upgrade, which means just like a computer system, you have to shut down all your applications mm-hmm. and clean out all the cache <laughs> and cleaning out all the drives. And yeah. that's an ugly process. And that's what's happening with the pandemic is people are cleaning out all the crap and it's really, really ugly. And then the system shuts down and then you've got to restart. And as it restarts, mm-hmm. it's very slow to churn and it's got to process all the new input. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening on an energetic and spiritual level. We did, we shut down. And now it's very, very slow and we're having a step back in restarting. And in that process of restarting, our hormones and our moods are completely changing about what is this world. And our sense of compassion and our sense of empathy is completely a whole new perspective. So just knowing that rather than looking at it, this is this horrible thing that's (laughs) happening. Look at it like it's not comfortable. It's ugly but it's bringing us got got to get worse before we get better into a better upgrade, a better way of living in this Mm -hmm. world. Then we as empaths have to step up the plate because we as empaths, we feel those emotions and we've felt them all along. Whereas I think the rest of the world are starting to feel those things in ways that we haven't before. And I think if you look in time, like empath was not a thing 40 years ago, 50 years ago when I was born. I was an empath, but there are more and more now and people are recognizing it more and more now. Yeah. And I think even more so post pandemic, that's what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. us empaths then have to teach people. This is how life yeah. is. These are the gifts. These are the blessings. These are the truth. <laughs> the first thing you've got to do is learn how to breathe. We've got yeah. to breathe better for two reasons. One, because it balances our own nervous system and mm-hmm. it keeps us in baseline calm. But two, breath is that energy that we share with each other. Isn't that what we learned in the pandemic? You breathe out, someone else is breathing in your stuff and they're getting your virus. Yeah. But what if that virus isn't a virus? What if that virus after the pandemic is love? I never thought about that way. Yeah. What if we're learning that we are so interconnected that everyone on this planet has to be exposed to some kind of virus because that virus that's coming next is love? And so we as empaths need to express and breathe that love. So the first thing you can do as an empath is learn how to breathe love. I love that. And I can teach you that. (laughs) Yeah. And I know that you have a couple saying is mindfulness is medicine, you know, and, you know, you feel, feel seen, be heard, embrace your power. So if you guys are listening out there and you guys are empaths or just going through a rough time, Definitely look into Terry's work. 
I mean, I was blown away with it, especially your TikTok. And that leads me to ask you, Terry, can you um, kind of tell us where we can find you on social media so my audience could uh, look you up? Because you are, you're just amazing. <laughs> on TikTok, I'm terrylee.mindfulness. And I think if you were to search just mindfulness, I'll probably come up or hashtag mindfulness mentor. I use that hashtag in every single one of my videos and it's kind of my standard hashtag. I'm on Instagram. I think it's the same at Terry Lee, at terrylee.mindfulness. Same thing on Facebook, but I'm not nearly as active on those. What I would highly recommend is go to my website, Mindfulness Online Academy. And that's where all my blogs are. I have hundreds of blogs. I, that's where all my online courses are. So you can take mm -hmm. courses from me on your own time at three in the morning in your pajamas, <laughs> or you can sign up for one-on-one -on -one mentoring with me at my website, Mindfulness Online Academy. Right. Well, it was a true honor having you on my podcast. I, I just saw your, your TikTok and I was just like addicted to it. Cause each, each day I look forward to it and you guys should definitely check it out. Like it, it is truly inspiring. So thank you so much for taking the time to be a part of the on call on path and and this mm -hmm. uh, coaches series thank you for inviting me and calling me an elite coach that's such an honor yeah you deserve it and like i said it you have to we go through a lot of different things not just one aspect but just the whole shebang of you know the value that you bring and how you explain things in such a scientific form where it's like easy and, and i can tell like you you have a teaching background because you can teach like pretty well. Yeah. So I love that. Thank you. <laughs> all right, guys, I hope you guys got something out of it. Uh, definitely stay tuned for the next episode. I'll put all of her links in the bio, check her out. And always remember, keep on moving forward. Thank you so much for coming with us on this journey. And we are out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.